Chapter 27 of Folk Stories from Southern Nigeria, West Africa. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Folk Stories from Southern Nigeria, West Africa by Ethelston Dayrell. Chapter 27 The Story of the Leopard, the Tortoise, and the Bushrat. At the time of the Great Famine, all the animals were very thin and weak from want of food. But there was one exception, and that was the tortoise, and all his family, who were quite fat, and did not seem to suffer at all. Even the leopard was very thin, in spite of the arrangement he had made with the animals to bring him their old grandmothers and mothers for food. In the early days of the famine, as you will remember, the leopard had killed the mother of the tortoise, in consequence of which the tortoise was very angry with the leopard, and determined, if possible, to be revenged upon him. The tortoise, who was very clever, had discovered a shadow lake full of fish in the middle of the forest, and every morning he used to go down to the lake and, without much trouble, bring back enough food for himself and his family. One day the leopard met the tortoise and noticed how fat he was. As he was very thin himself, he decided to watch the tortoise. So the next morning, he hid himself in the long grass near the tortoise's house and waited very patiently. Until at last the tortoise came along quite slowly, carrying a basket which appeared to be very heavy. Then the leopard sprang out and said to the tortoise, What have you got in that basket? The tortoise as he did not want to lose his breakfast, replied that he was carrying firewood back to his home. Unfortunately for the tortoise, the leopard had a very acute sense of smell, and knew at once that there was fish in the basket. So he said, I know there's fish in there, and I'm going to eat it. The tortoise, not being in a position to refuse, as he was such a poor creature, said, Very well, let us sit down under the shady tree. And if you will make a fire, I will go to my house and get pepper, oil and salt, and then we will feed together. To this the leopard agreed, and began to search about for dry wood, and started the fire. In the meantime, the tortoise waddled off to his house, and very soon returned with the pepper, salt and oil. He also bought a long piece of cane tai-tai, which is very strong. This he put on the ground, and began boiling the fish. Then he said to the leopard, While we are waiting for the fish to cook, let us play at tying one another up to a tree. You may tie me up first, and when I say, Tighten, you must loose the rope. And when I say, Loosen, you must tighten the rope. The leopard, who was very hungry, thought that this game would make the time pass more quickly until the fish cooked, so he said he would play. The tortoise then stood with his back to the tree and said, Loosen the rope, and the leopard, in accordance with the rules of the game, began to tie up the tortoise. Very soon the tortoise shouted out, Titan! And the leopard at once unfastened the tie-tie, and the tortoise was free. The tortoise said, Now, leopard, it is your turn. So the leopard stood up against the tree and called out to the tortoise to loosen the rope, and the tortoise at once very quickly passed the rope several times round the leopard and got him fast to the tree. Then the leopard said, Tighten the rope. 
but instead of playing the game in accordance with the rules he had laid down, the tortoise ran faster and faster with the rope around the leopard, taking great care, however, to keep out of reach of the leopard's claws, and very soon had the leopard so securely fastened that it was quite impossible for him to free himself. All this time the leopard was calling out to the tortoise to let him go, as he was tired of the game. But the tortoise only laughed and sat down on the fireside and commenced his meal. When he had finished, he packed up the remainder of the fish for his family and prepared to go. But before he started, he said to the leopard, You killed my mother, and now you want to take my fish? It is not likely that I am going to the lake to get fish for you, so I shall leave you here to starve. He then threw the remains of the pepper and salt into the leopard's eyes and quietly went on his way, leaving the leopard roaring with pain. All that day and throughout the night the leopard was calling out for someone to release him and vowing all sorts of vengeance on the tortoise. But no one came, as the people and animals of the forest did not like to hear the leopard's voice. In the morning, when the animals began to go about to get their food, the leopard called out to every one he saw to come and untie him. But they all refused, as they knew that if they did so, the leopard would most likely kill them at once and eat them. At last a bush rat came near, and saw the leopard tied up to the tree and asked him what was the matter. So the leopard told him that he had been playing a game of tight and loose with the tortoise, and that he had tied him up and left him there to starve. The leopard then implored the bush rat to cut the ropes with his sharp teeth. The bush rat was very sorry for the leopard, but at the same time he knew that if he let the leopard go, he would most likely be killed and eaten, so he hesitated, and said that he did not quite see his way to cutting the ropes. But this bush rat, being rather kind-hearted, and having had some experience of traps himself, could sympathise with the leopard in his uncomfortable position. He therefore thought for a time, and then hit upon a plan. He first started to dig a hole around the tree, quite regardless of the leopard's cries. When he had finished the hole, he came out and cut one of the ropes, and immediately ran into his hole, and waited there to see what would happen. But although the leopard struggled frantically, he could not get loose, as the tortoise had tied him up so fast. After a time, when he saw that there was no danger, the bush rat crept out again and very carefully bit through another rope, and then retired to his hole as before. Again nothing happened, and he began to feel more confidence, so he bit several strands through one after the other until at last the leopard was free. The leopard, who was ravenous with hunger, instead of being grateful to the bush rat, directly he was free, made a dash at the bush rat with a big paw, but just missed him, as a bush rat had dived for his hole. But he was not quite quick enough to escape altogether, and the leopard's sharp claws scored his back and left marks which he carried to his grave. End of chapter 27